What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Welcome to another episode of Espresso with Aaron. Sweet, my name is Aaron, and I've had some espresso and coffee. Your name and is Nespresso. What is your name? And my name is Nespresso. I'm just kidding. okay. Aaron and Nespresso here, reporting to you live from Casa del Aaron and Sweet. Yes, in case you're wondering, I am Sarit, and we're super grateful to be with you here. And Erin, what are we talking about today? Yes, absolutely. Today we are talking about the moment when you are like firing up the Google machine. Dear Google, please tell me how I can lose weight as fast as freaking possible because this Belly needs to go. These saddlebags need to go. The love handles, no mo. That moment, the dangers that await you when that is the approach. Okay, so now I get 100% we want things yesterday, especially when something is painful. So let's talk about what's painful about not feeling your best. And let's call it as it is. We feel like a 10-pound shit in a nine-pound bag. When we feel like we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not respecting ourselves, we don't like the way that we look. Yes, I get it. Self-love. Yes, I get it. I am enough. Yes, I get it. Appreciate who you are. Love who you are. Yes, I agree. That is important. And if we don't feel good, we don't feel good. So something gets to change and that's perfectly amazing. So the first thing I want to do is give you permission. To want more. To want to be better, right? You can love you where you're at right now. And if you take the approach of like, I mean, this is on the opposite side, right? Because I think we flip flop back and forth as a justification. I think that I am enough a lot of times, not all of the time, a lot of times is a justification for I'm not going to do the work to be better. Yeah. And you make me, and that's totally fine. I still love you. And when we say, okay, when we reach that point where it's like, I really don't like where I'm at. I really hate what I see in the mirror. I'm bullying myself. I don't like this not comfortable for me to, you know, be in the skin I'm in to put clothes on over this, to, you know, be in that moment that 99% of all people have felt, at least in America, I would say. Um, you get to that moment, it's like, it's painful for whatever reason. So back to the painful things. I can say from my own experience and from all of the women that we've coached, the painful feelings are, um, Depression, anxiety, uh, a lack of worthiness, not feeling worthy, um, not feeling lovable, you know, 
feeling fat, feeling tired, shameful, feeling guilty, feeling inadequate, feeling insignificant, feeling unimportant. All of these feelings are painful. And they exist because for some reason, there's a purpose to those feelings. And just like when you touch a hot stove and it hurts, it's a signal that something is not right. Mm -hmm. So when you feel those painful things, it's not wrong. You're not wrong for it. Nothing's broken, but something's not operating in a way that helps you feel amazing in your life. Mm -hmm. So all of those things, anxiety, depression, pain, um, you know, sadness, loneliness, you know, all of those things that just went through, when you look at yourself in the mirror, those are just signals that something gets to change. Something's not happening in a way that's helping you to live your best life. Hmm. So what we tend to do is we want to get rid of the pain immediately, immediately, which of course, like I can't argue with it. And I've been there many times. I want to get rid of the pain immediately. Yeah. If I got a gunshot wound and I'm bleeding out, yes, immediately, urgently, somebody help me. Mm -hmm. And so when we're in that point of desperation of like, I hate, that's a very bold word, the body that I'm in, and I would need to get rid of this weight as fast as possible. There are dangers also that come with the approaches we use to achieve that at the speed we want to. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this conversation was about. That's a very, very long-winded answer to your question. I hope you're satisfied. Yeah, it is. You know, when, when we look at ourselves in the mirror, the first thoughts that come out is, is the truest expression of our current state of being. Like what's the deepest in the core. Yes. And you know very damn well when you look at yourself in the mirror, if you're number one, feeling disappointed in yourself or if you're feeling proud of yourself. So take that in and think about when you woke up in the morning and you looked at yourself in the mirror, you know, like what truly came about? Because ultimately, that's how we feel within ourselves about ourselves. And there is something that I want to bring up because I believe that this is also a really important topic of discussion. You know, when we look at ourselves in the, our mirror and we see the body and, you know, like our body is out of alignment with who we truly are as a form of representation Oftentimes, and I believe that this is where one of the biggest disconnects are, is that we look and talk about our body or think about our body like it's something external from us. Like that is its fault. And oh my God, like, I can't, like, like as if we're separated. When the reality is, is that we are the ones who created it. So your life, you know, 
in your life, you were actually given only three resources. Your resources and the tools that you have, and based on how you know how to utilize these tools and resources, will dictate how much you, how much juice you'll be able to squeeze out of life. And those resources and those tools and resources are your body, your mind, and your energy. Without your body, you cannot move. Can we agree on that? Your mind is the operating system for your body. Your body, you want to move. But when your mind is telling you, no, do not, like give you the signal of does not, your body will not move because your body responds to your mind. Your body resists responding because of your mind. Okay, so think about it, for example, in a workout. Let's say, you know, you've got like, um, you know, let's say 20 push-ups. And after five, your body starts to feel fatigue. If your mind is not, you know, like trained in a certain way to push through, as soon as, whether you are aware of it or not, your mind gives your body the signal of, I'm tired, please stop, your body will stop. However, if your mind tells your body, keep going, it doesn't matter how much you're shaking, your body will keep going because your body is a servant to your mind. And your energy, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, right, is another resource. And of course, that ties in with your mind and with your body. Your energy is a choice and that is something that you get to create. And based on the state of your mind and based on the state of your body, you will generate energy. Powerful. And this is important to discover because way, way, way too often do I have conversations with women who talk down to their body, who abuse their body. When I'm like, okay, I get it. Listen, because I've been there. But the truth of the matter is, is that what type of life do you want to live? Do you want to live your life? If you are blaming your body, let me tell you something. This might not sound nice, but I'm here to speak to you. If you're blaming your body for something where you made the choice about something, it didn't, you know, God forbid, you know, it's not like a, an accident or a fire, you know, like burn your face or, you know, catastrophic things, things like that. If you created it and you're blaming your body, you are a victim. And this is where the issue starts. Um, and I feel so good saying it because I used to be that person. And the next time you take a look at yourself in the mirror, you know, I don't know what was the last time that you have thought about your body when you looked at it. I would encourage you that if you have been talking down to your body, imagine if your body was your child and you said, and you remember the things that you said about your body, how would you expect that kid to grow up? Do you expect that kid to grow up being a productive member of society based on the things that were said about your body? Or would you expect, you know, your body to probably continue being in the same path? of self-sabotage. If our bodies are self-sabotaging us and it's not fully genetic, 
you know, like within your coding or your DNA, because listen, that's a factor too. Then we are responsible. Just like we are responsible for creating it, we're also responsible for getting rid of it. And I, it takes humility. 100% it takes humility. And speaking of humility, way too often people use genetics as the reason why. And it's usually not the case. Don't hide behind genetics because mm -hmm. no, you cannot choose where your body decides to carry fat. That is not your choice. Your body will store it wherever genetically it stores it. So some people genetically are more like of an upper body fat carrier or a lower body fat carrier. I know mine's more like from my waist up predominantly where I will carry fat. I don't get to choose. Mm -hmm. However, the choices I make do determine how much fat my body is storing. Now, something that you said is that if you're blaming your body, but you created it, I thought immediately about the subconscious creation mm -hmm. of where we're at. Mm -hmm. And this comes down to awareness. Yeah. So we will get to the dangers of rapid weight loss shortly, um, which is what today's topic is about. But all of this is about you, and it leads up to, and it's very important, is that the lack of awareness, the numbness that people are walking around with in society, not even knowing what they had for breakfast that day, everything they're doing while they're doing it on their cell phone or doing something else, multitasking, not being present, not being aware. We subconsciously create conditions we don't want. And it's how we're programmed. It's our patterns. It's the things that we grew up with. It's the stories we made about certain things. Oh, if my mom ignored me, now I'm worthless. Like we made that story up and we carry that with us in a, into our adult life. And now we like have an expectation that certain things are going to happen. Subconsciously, it's being created. So if you're thinking in your mind subconsciously, like you start a diet, but you already in your mind don't believe that it's going to work, it's not going to work. No matter what, no matter what you do, no matter what your genetics are, no matter how hard you try, if you think what you think is what you say, what you say is what you do, what you do becomes your habits, your habits create your reality. What did I say first? What you think comes out your mouth mm -hmm. and your actions will align with what you think, whether you agree or not, it's the truth. So if you tell yourself, I'm a lazy bum, couch surfer, good for nothing, whatever, like that is also how you will act. Yep. So if you become aware and you really take a look at things, but if you also say to yourself, I'm powerful, I create my reality intentionally. I am respectful of myself. These are choices that we get to make, but it does start with how you think about you. So I want an honest, I want to take an honest poll right now in the comments. An honest poll. Be really truthful to yourself. This is not for me. If you're lying to yourself, your life will never be what you want it to be. Oof. Come on now. 
And I was actually talking with Eldam about this this morning, how, you know, just the power that there is in us being honest with ourselves. For example, I don't have time. Bullshit. You don't care enough. And that's okay. We like have to make ourselves wrong for not caring about something. As if we have to care about, we're obligated to care about every single little thing. I don't. Guess what? I don't care about mowing the lawn because I don't give a shit what the grass looks like. I don't. Somebody else can do it. So I can't say, oh, I don't have time to mow the lawn. No, I don't want to. I don't care. But I'm honest. And it's the honesty that will move you forward because when you're honest and you confront what matters and what doesn't matter, you can move forward and be okay with it. So uh, where was I going on this tangent? Was the subconscious creation of our reality. Okay, we're going to take a poll, though. Oh, yeah, I was going to take a poll. I think we're waiting for a poll. An honest assessment, okay? When you imagine the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror, mine was like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Brady Mayer. Um, when I will answer this question too, I'm human. The last time you looked at yourself in the mirror was the first thought that you had about yourself, positive or negative. Put it in the chat, positive or negative. What about you? I'll tell you what was the word. Okay, tell me. Proud. Okay, great. You know what I thought? Imperfect. I thought imperfect. Why? Because I had like a little thing on my face that I picked. Like for me, was it good or bad? I, from taking an honest assessment, it was more from a negative connotation. Now that I am aware, I have the choice to say, okay, if my thought was imperfect, guess what? I'm right. I am. Good. Okay. And that, and there's nothing wrong with it. But if we're looking at the assessment here, if we're looking at the poll, where are we? And then, uh, and then I also want to say something. And I also want you to know it's a choice. So the next time you look in the mirror, I really want you, I want to encourage you to make the choice to be positive. I'm talking to myself now too. Talking mm -hmm. to myself. None of us are perfect. Um, and it's vulnerable for me to say that because I'm here on this leader so, of this conversation. So, so let, let me, I want to add something to that though. You know, I think there is varying degrees to not positive. So I actually do something with myself every morning in the mirror when I just, I, I look at myself and I acknowledge all of the things that and I look at myself and I'm like, with pride, because truly, you know, with how honest I've been with myself, with how committed I've been to, you know, everything that I've overcome, I don't care about my imperfections. I wouldn't want to be anybody else. So, however, however, you know, there are times when I when I look at myself in the mirror and I choose to look for the imperfections, I don't, I think it's the energy that you put towards it though, because I believe that, you know, like if there is no assessment of what could be better then you are 
complacent. Yeah. And it's the intention though that goes behind it. Sure. And it's the energy that goes behind it. That's why I said, be honest, because here's the opportunity is now we're all aware. Mm -hmm. We're all aware. So it's great. We haven't, guess what? You can't change the past. Don't try. Not going to work. Waste right. of time. But now when you go and you see yourself in the mirror, you are aware you have a conscious decision that you can make. And if you're, yes, I agree with you where you can look and say, where's room for opportunity? hundred percent. It's very different though than saying this sucks, that sucks. Yes. Right. Totally. And so even uh, generally speaking, I'm a very positive person. I'm optimistic. I look for the good in things. I made a habit of that. Did not used to be the case whatsoever. I've made a habit of that. And there's something that we all can be proud of ourselves for. There's something. I promise you, if you dig deep enough, there are plenty of things I could have looked in the mirror and said, what's so freaking great about me. In fact, I challenge all, are you guys up for a challenge? Put challenge in the comments if you are up for a challenge and I'll wait, don't worry. Who's up for a challenge? Including me, I am, I'll be the first. Second. Okay. First, second, challenge, one person. Okay, here we go. Got it. Sure. Sure is non-committal. Sure, maybe, kind of, me, challenge. Okay, so check it out. I want you to go to the Facebook group today and you're going to make a post. Mm. You said you're up for a challenge. You put the word. If you put the word just to put the word, you're people-pleasing. Stop. Get out of here. Don't get out of here. Stay. We love you. And you don't need to do anything for anybody else. I'm not making you do this. I said I accept the challenge. You accept the challenge. So however many challenges are in here, this is how many awesome posts are going to be up in the Facebook group today because you all said you would do it. Okay. Yeah. So also when you don't stick to your word, you lose confidence. So just going to throw that out there. Okay. So... What we get to do is post something awesome about ourselves. That's it. Simple. You can, can literally be one word. I'm awesome because, and like, don't fluff it up. Like, don't, oh, I woke up today. Like, something you really feel awesome about. And maybe you have to dig a little bit. Good. That's okay. Find it. Something you're, you feel proud of yourself for you, you know, accomplished, you overcame, you worked your way through, um, you know, a, a behavior you decided to have, like something, a win or something that makes you Let's awesome. call it the I am awesome challenge. I am awesome. Everything is awesome. Is that a song? Everything is awesome. From the Lego So movie? good. I am awesome challenge. I know what my post is going to be about. I'm awesome because I strung two muscle ups back to back for five seconds. Is that your awesome? No, actually. I think that's very awesome of you. That is, but that's not what I want to post about. Okay, great. 
Okay. Challenge accepted. Let's go. Okay. So today we're supposed to be talking about, well, we're getting to it. Um, why losing weight quickly is killing you. So we have now discovered the fact that your body ain't the culprit. It is the operating system to your body that is the culprit. It is your environment, whether you're aware of it or not, that is the culprit. Your body is not the culprit. Your body is simply the byproduct. It's like blaming your child for the food that you eat. No, you are the one who's making the decision. Who did the grocery shopping? Who purchased? And if food? you think that you're not the one making the decision, then that is due to lack of awareness. It is not your body's fault. It is not your kid's fault. And if you deny it, it's your responsibility. Right. I'm which, gonna find a blog which, which is probably due to lack of awareness. So, you know, when we are in the moment of, oh my gosh, I wish I lost 14 pounds 14 minutes ago, you know, by not really doing anything. Um, it's yes, of course, when it comes to results, you wanna be able to follow through with the system that can help you to drive faster towards results. There's so many components with regards to, you know, manipulating your body in a way that will help you move forward. Our core principles are, you know, basically how you think, how you nourish your body, how you recover, how you move, um, and what does, what does your environment look like? And also, how are you leading yourself to continue to follow along, you know? And there's so many subcategories to, to all these pillars. And, you know, of course, to the degree that you have a system that works, you will achieve better results. However, you know, when you only focus on speed rather than quality, a lot of times we could be messing things up in the process. I want you to think about it as a journey that you're going to take, let's say from, you know, New York to California. Sure. When you drive across the country, you would want to get there sooner rather than later. However, is your main focus speed at all costs because if that is the case you know you could potentially um on the other side be confronted with an accident harming somebody else um getting stopped by the cops um you know violating some kind of law and I believe that in anything that we do, the question that we truly need to ask ourselves is what price are we willing to pay? Because pause, pause. Let that sink in. Everything costs something. What price am I willing to pay? And again, you're not wrong if you're not willing to pay a lot of prices. 
Just be honest. Mm -hmm. But what price am I willing to pay? Discomfort, rejection, criticism, fear. Yeah, and ultimately, I think what prices you're willing to pay has everything to do with your value system. And, you know, we live in the United States where, you know, this country allows us to freely think for ourselves. So I truly believe that, you know, hopefully, as long as you're not harming everybody else, you are free to make any decision with regards to what price am I willing to pay? You know, like, I am willing to pay the price for, you know, because I want to get there as fast as possible. I'm willing to pay the price of not sleeping. I can't tell you you're wrong. It's if that is in alignment with your value system. You know what I mean? It's just that with everything that we do, there's a price. And whenever, you know, with our body, we are not considering these things because we are feeling this point of, I just looked at myself in the mirror and I'm feeling all this pain. I'm feeling disgrace. I'm feeling shame. I'm feeling hurt. I feel like, you know, I can't believe that my body's doing this to me. And, you know, like, I just I want to hide. I want to go away because of my body. This, 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 and that, right? It's like we want it to be done in the snap of a finger, in the snap of a finger, right? And when we are only focused on the speed, rather than the depth and the quality and when we do not even consider our value system. I believe that, that you know, one of the biggest gaps in society is that we're not taught how to think and we're not taught how to make decisions. So we actually make decisions based on what is most convenient. In that moment. In that moment. I think there's... Instant gratification. And, yeah. you know... Is it really the best decision? I can't tell you that because I do not live your life. So I, I am not here to tell you what your core values are. However, you know, if you were to ask most people on the street, like what are even your core values? Core values, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I think there's a value hierarchy that is often not considered or thought about. Yeah. And so if you don't think about it, it's easy to make whatever decision feels the most convenient or comfortable in that moment. For example, stress eating. Mm -hmm. If you don't consider, you know, the, the hierarchy or meaning the order of importance of your values and what's negotiable and what's non-negotiable, then it's easy to break boundaries. And when you break boundaries, even subconsciously, we have boundaries. And if we break them, we don't feel good. We start to get resentful. We get upset. We get frustrated. Mm -hmm. We get mad. Mm -hmm. And so it's worth considering what are my highest priorities, my highest values, the things I value the most in life. If you say health, are your actions aligned with that? If you are going to the cupboard, and you're, you're wanting to stress eat in that moment, are you able to stop in the name of love before you break my heart and consider what your values are and say, does this align? Like the logical versus emotional response to whatever feeling you're currently having. 
Yeah. And, you know, normally the more we value something, the more we're willing to step outside of our comfort zone in, in order to get it, you know, and, and, and that is honestly something that has made us evolve for literally years and years on end. I'm going to give you a prime example of something that happened this morning. Today, Boogie almost lost his life because he, put, he would put himself on the line for the um, instant gratification of catching a lizard in his mouth. That's really dramatic. He did not almost lose his life. But he would risk. He would risk. He would risk his life. He will risk drowning in a pool. Yeah. He fell in the pool for doing like a 360 to like catch a lizard. And this is not the first time it happened, right? So when something is so important to us, we don't even care about anything else. Hold on, this can go the opposite way too. Because animal, like other species are different than human beings. Sure. Dogs operate only off of instinct. Yes. There is no logically processing anything. So they don't stop and say, hmm, what am I willing to risk to catch this lizard? It just happens. So it could go, like, it's a good analogy. Yeah. And it can go both ways. Because as human beings, we do have the ability to process things logically mm-hmm. and then make a decision. Whereas other animals, their living is only based off instinct. They don't have a set of values that they can change or choose at any given time. Right. It is the way that it is based on survival, reproduction, and nourishment. I mean, Sh- that's survival. Shelter, shelter, shelter nourishment, reproduction. Yeah, like that, that's it. Everything yeah. is instinctual. Yeah. We feel threatened. There's a, re- it's, it's, it's all reaction. There's no response. Like they're not responsible. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no response. It's reactionary. I guess the only thing is like, oh, I need food, right? Go hunt food if you're in the wild, if it's a lion, you know, whatever. But you get the point. Like, we have the ability to choose, be logical, and ask, what am I willing to risk? Yeah. So if you want six-pack abs, are you willing to risk not having pizza? Like, are you willing to risk people talking shit? Are you willing to risk, I guess that'd be criticism, right? Criticism and rejection. Are you willing to risk looking crazy? Are you willing to risk um, some of the foods and things that you love? Are you willing to risk some relationships? You know, everything comes at a cost. What is the price you're willing to pay? And it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to happen today. Just the the, the further you want to go, the the more you more it costs, the more it costs, right? That's why not everybody walks with six pack abs naturally like, without any, you know, artificial manipulations and things like that. Yeah, most people aren't willing to pay the price for that. And look, again, not bad or good, it just is. And we just need to be honest. I'm not willing to pay the price, or I am. Mm-hmm. I am, and I do, or I'm not, and I don't. And it doesn't make you a bad person. 
you know, it, it's just a matter of putting, I mean, the best way to, to say this is, is putting our money where our mouth is, you know, like fully following through with, you know, whatever it is is important to us. If you think about it, we live in a country where 98% of women are, number one, self-conscious about how they look and feel. 98% of women are always on a diet and we are so out of shape. What is the disconnect? Um, I believe it's because we're not taught actually how to think right. So, you know, we, our operation, our, our, our ways of operating are compromised and it reflects on our body because the body is literally just a result. Your body today is the result. Your face today is a result, right? The older you get, the more wrinkles you have. It's a result for the number of years you've lived. The younger you, you are, the less wrinkles you have. Why? It's a result. You know, the older you have, you are and the less wrinkles you have, it's a result for how good you've taken care of yourself, how much you've gone out of your way to, you know, protect your skin, lower inflammation. It's a result. Everything in life is a result of everything up until now, which could be great, could be not great, right? The question that you just need to ask yourself is where is it that I truly want to go? Because if you look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, you're like, okay, imperfect. Okay, what do I want to improve? Okay, you want to improve that, then, okay, what do I have to do in order to improve that? And really make it a point. Don't just blame your body for it because remember, you are the decision maker. Your body is literally just the vessel. Yeah, I want to go back to like, okay, so... Rapid weight loss is killing you is the topic. So for anybody who's hung in this long to actually hear about the topic, um, I posted a link in the comments to a blog post that I made, Six Deadliest Diets. Now, listen, it's not like a gunshot, like bang, you're dead. It's a slow, miserable excruciating suffering death mm. it's mental emotional and physical when you do diet after diet after diet after diet and each one involves you eliminating important and significant nutrients you are killing yourself physically mm. physical physical deprivation yeah extremely low calorie eliminating full food groups that have important nutrients mm -hmm. it shortens your lifespan like physically but it's not an immediate death right it's not like oh my god i got and stabbed to death like it's slow and it's physical if i'm gaining weight that means that the fat that is surrounding my organs is creating 
the suboptimal function of my organs, the suboptimal production of hormones, an imbalance in hormone production, which then affects this, which then affects that, which then affects that, which then affects that. Now I have diabetes, now I have heart conditions, I have, um, you know, whatever the, the thing ends up being. Okay, now it's worse. It is literally, it's that. It's, it's physically harmful. Mm -hmm. And if we talk then about the emotional or mental harm is, you know, restrictive diet after restrictive diet after restrictive diet creates unsustainability, failure, disbelief in self, inability to follow through, lowering self-worth because I don't feel like I can follow through with anything. Then we make up stories about us and our worthiness. Mm -hmm. And it's a mental death. And, and how this is not for us. Um, and then, you know, physiologically, it offsets our hormones and it lowers our metabolism. Right. So, yes, short term, you can have the benefit of the instant gratification. Right. So it makes it feeds our ego. Right. Our ego feels really good. However, in the grand scheme of things, not just on the physiological, also on the behavioral level, you know, you pay a higher price. And because we are not taught how to make, how to make quality decisions, oftentimes we go for what is most convenient or the instant gratification. Because of course, it feels so much better for our ego to say, lose 50 pounds in 50 minutes or 50 pounds in 50 days versus drop 50 pounds that will never, um, you know, come back, feel better about yourself inside and out, feel confident, radiant, However, it's going to suck some days. You might want to cry. You probably will. You probably will. You will go through some tough shit. But you'll be happier on the other side. Oh, and it's probably going to take you more than five months if you're really doing it the right way. Which would you choose? So th there's no right or wrong. I believe that it's the importance of just learning how to make decisions and knowing who we are and what do we value and what we stand for. Because I, I can imagine I can speak for yourself. I don't think it's up for Aaron or myself or for anybody to tell you what body shape you need to be in. You know, what truly matters is that the body shape that you're in is, you know, like the body shape that you are confident in. Because if you're not confident living within you, if you're not proud to be you, your self-worth is compromised. And let me tell you something. When your self-worth is compromised, there's a great chance that you're not treating yourself with respect. I also say there's prices that you pay for that. Listen, there, hold on. There's, and there's prices other people pay for that. Yeah. 
if you and and if you do not treat yourself with respect i can also reassure you that other people don't treat you with respect either because what goes around comes around i mean you set the standard and you'll get what you tolerate yeah you will only get in your life from other people what you give to yourself so might be like oh so and so cares about me more than i care about me they probably don't and if 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 they do, you don't accept it anyways. So there's a wall that it doesn't get past. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And there's prices that everybody pays for all of our choices. There's prices you pay for decisions I make. Right? There's also rewards. There's also you know great things that you get for choices that I make. If I decide I'm too tired today to do espresso. There's a price you pay. You don't get to get the value that I could have given. So in your life, there's also prices that other people pay. How many moms in the house, kids are paying the price for feeling like shit about yourself and not showing up for them the best way that you know that you could be? I'm well aware that that can hurt somebody's feelings. And it's not my intention. My intention is to wake people up so that you can generate and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. But at first is like someone needs to kind of maybe punch me in the face. And it's uncomfortable for me as much as it's uncomfortable for you. For me to say that, knowing I could hurt somebody's feelings as a tempted to people please type of person, there's prices we pay and there's prices everybody else pays for us having low standards, for us making excuses, for us making justifications, for us doing the minimum we need to do to just get by. And we can, and we can all feel them. Mm -hmm. So my intention is just to to wake us all up, wake us all up, so we can decide different, decide better, Mm -hmm. decide more productive, decide higher standards. Be in demand for higher standards. And when you're being in demand, it's about how are you showing up for you? Because how you show up for you will change the atmosphere also of how others show up for you. If you feel like your self-worth is compromised, time for us to start treating ourselves with more respect. You treat yourself with more respect, eventually you will change the atmosphere. And you will receive more of that. Whatever it is that you want to receive begins with giving. You want to be, you want a better body, be better for your body. Mm. Wow. You want to be fitter. Hold on. Say that again. You want a better body, be better for your body. You want a fitter body. Insert yourself in situations that will allow your body to um, 
um, tension is not the word. Um, um, resistance is not the right word either. That will allow your body to overcome uncomfortable things. A fitter body is simply a byproduct of putting your body outside of its comfort zone. That's why normally there is soreness before there is muscle growth. Mm. You know, like you don't get bigger muscles without feeling sore. You know, you want a leaner. Yeah. I'm willing to feel sore. Yeah. You want a leaner body. Nourish your body in a lean way. And eventually it will become leaner. You know, it's just like growing a plant to the degree that you're taking care of the plant, the soil that it's in, you know, how often you're watering it, the exposure of sunshine, moisture. I don't know if Ashley Tennyson is in the house. Shout out to Ashley T. By the way, she's our uh, member of the month. Shout yeah. out Ashley T. Yeah. You know, like how you take care of the plant will determine basically how the plant will express itself. How you take care of you will, will determine how you are expressing yourself. And that goes for anything in life. What you put in is what you get out. Plain simple. Okay. I want to, I want to ask you guys a question. If you feel like you've been, you know, running on the game of, oh man, like I'm just, Aaron and Sri, I'm just not happy with where I'm at in my body. And I've always done it the quick way because I just wasn't taught any differently. And I've been on this path for like 10, 15, 20 years. And like, I don't know how to get over it. If you want help with that, just go ahead and drop help. As a matter of fact, email me, email me, Sari at AaronandSari.com. And tell what? me your story. How long, like, what, what are you looking to achieve and what have you been struggling with? Okay. I know that if this is important to you, you'll send out an email. But in the subject line, support. support. Need support. All capitals. Need support. Okay. If you, if you feel like this is touching your soul and you're in a place where you're, where your, your soil is not um, fruitful, is not fertile. Maybe you're watering your plant, but you don't know if how much you're watering it is right. You know, you kind of put it around. I would, I would just say if you feel you're, you're giving amazing analogies. Yeah. Your body is like a plant. That's all it is. So basically, we're like farmers. This conversation about agriculture. Okay, so to wrap things up, you're the creator of all things, for better or for worse. There is a better way. Do not seek the easy way out. If you've been seeking the easy way out, it is not your fault. You just haven't been taught any differently. There is a better way. And the, ultimately, the decisions that we make in life are based on what's most important to us. I believe that most important most people don't know what's actually important to them. A lot of times it's, you know, just the things that we've been taught by society 
that, oh, grow up, go to school, you know, like get a comfortable job, have a white ticket house, and this is happy life. Is it? I don't know. I can tell you what happiness is, but if we don't think about what matters to us, what is happiness to us, you know, we could be pursuing happiness, we could be pursuing, you know, like our body in, in all the wrong mechanisms and all the wrong directions, right? And ultimately, I believe that life is too short to not live to the fullest because we're really only here for a limited amount of time. And you get to choose which kind of life that you want. And I also know that if you're in a position where you're not content with your body, number one, it's not your body's fault. Number two, you are for sure not content with your life. Why do I know that? Because I've been in that shoe for a, for a bigger portion of my life. And how you do one thing is how you do. Yeah. Um, one more thing that I keep thinking about before we wrap up, um, and I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, and this just made me think about it, similar topic. Um, you know, there's a, there's a leadership course that Spree and I had gone through, and I keep, like, I can't not think about it because the way we were talking about it this morning, you said, I'm proud of you. I said, what are you proud of me for? And you said this, 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 and that. And I said, what things have I done or that have happened that made you think that you were proud of that? You know, because I want to know what's working for me in my life. What's working? What's not working? And I want to do more of what's working and I want to do less of what's not working. And, you know, in this, this leadership course is really what was the catalyst to so much of that. And it's like next level, next level, next level, next level, you know? And mm. so I want to extend an invitation to anybody that's interested in doing that. It's not our program. It's just it's something that has been extremely transformative. And I, I really do owe credit to the way that they coach people through how to ultimately be responsible all the way for what you create in your life. And I know that there's a few of you, you know, I've been in conversation with that have seen how I've elevated and how I have gone to either the next level or several next levels over the last several months. And so I want to extend the invitation. I truly believe every single person will benefit by going through that experience mm. in one way or a million ways, and it will be worth it. Um, I'll share the link. I think it's going to hclnow.com. Um, I'm going to drop it here also, joinhclnow.com. If anybody's interested, maybe that's the link, maybe that's not. I don't know, but you can message me on Facebook or something um, if you have any other questions. I think they, they do have a... It's discounted currently. I don't know for how long. I don't know what they're, I don't know what they do on that. I just know that I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and I was just kept thinking that everybody, I don't want to say should, like I'm responsible for what you do in your life, like telling you what you have to do, but every single person will benefit from going through that program. So anywho, link is there. One year of the inner circle. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Appreciate you for showing up for you, being intentional about improving yourself and 
creating wins for not just you, but the other people that are affected by those wins. Mm-hmm. You know, keep showing up. Look at yourself in the mirror today and choose what's great about you and lean into that. Make a post on the Facebook group about why you're freaking awesome. And we will see you guys. Do it in the next five minutes. I'm about to do it right after this. Okay, everybody to the Facebook group. Everybody to the Facebook group. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsarit.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.